I'm David. And I'm Erin. And this is our fourth episode to our new podcast, The The Travel Travel Bros. Bros. In this episode, we'll be discussing three main topics. First, some good news. Second, Seven Seas Splendor. And third, how coronavirus has affected travel on cruise ships and planes. So, first of all, we'll we'll start off with some good news. Two episodes ago, which was two weeks ago, I believe, we made a podcast episode on Coco Cay, Royal Caribbean's new private island, and how we wanted to book it. And although we didn't book it then, this week we have officially booked it. So we're going to Labadee, Haiti, Coco Cay, and we're going to go to the Coco Beach Club and the Overwater Cabanas. Aaron, what do you have to say about it? I mean, I'm super excited. I'm sure you are too. Um, I'm also super excited for Independence of the Seas, um, which... Um, is the cruise ship we are going on and it has a lot of activities such as bungee jumping with virtual reality on it has a surfing simulator and it has a bunch of other restaurants on board um and so we're also really excited about this because of the cabanas like david said um the overwater cabanas yeah the overwater cabanas which we got mm-hmm. Which gives us access to the Beach Club. And the Beach Club is special because it has a exclusive part of the beach where you can get where it's less crowded than the other part of the island where you can swim on the beach. And also, it has its own private pool. Yes, it does, which I think is awesome. Um, our second topic, we're going to transition a little bit, is on a ship that got christened, which was like the christening ceremony. So like it's pretty much like a grand opening of a cruise ship happened last night for Seven Seas Splendor. Now, Seven Seas Splendor is one of the couple cruise ships of a fleet called Regent Seven Seas Cruise Ships, which is an ultra luxury type of ship. It is the highest end type of cruise line you can get. And um, here are some uh, details of the new Seven Seas Splendor. Yeah, so um, it has, um, it can have a maximum capacity of 750 passengers. Uh, it also has 10 decks. Um, it is 735, I believe, feet. Yes. Um, which is slightly below the average cruise ship length. Well, but for a nice cruise ship, that's about average. Yes. Yeah. And then um, 750 passengers is the top capacity, which um, is for a luxury cruise line. That's very good. Has a casino, has a very nice spa. They have really nice dining. My personal favorite is called Prime 7. It's a really nice steakhouse that has prime steaks, top of the line. Um, they have a, a nice theater on board. Uh, they have uh, m- the main dining room called Compass Rose. And they have a lounge. Uh, Aaron, you want to go in more detail about the lounge? Really nice, like with the views and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, so the lounge is actually I very think- popular because of its views. Um, like the views you can get off the boat. Where it has like a ship. very large, or the yeah. ship, I hate saying boat, I don't know why I said yeah, that. Um, but yeah, the ship, um, the ship's lounge, you have a nice view of the ocean. Um, they also provide you with drinks and food, which is very nice. Uh, they, it's also pretty quiet because on nicer cruise lines, they generally keep their ships quiet because they attract m- normally an older crowd and older crowds or normally don't you know make as much noise as let's say like a a carnival ship with like a bunch of people and like a bunch of kids um so you know like that's something that you have to credit regent with 
you know, with having a quiet ship and it's very relaxing all the time. I'm, I'm almost, I know you can't do this with a podcast, but I'm, I'm almost going to like assign homework to the listener. I really, really, really strongly encourage you right now. You can even pause this podcast if you need to and look up Seven Seas Splendor. It is, I, I mean, I can't even describe how nice it looks just by this podcast. You need to really look it up to see how nice it is. It, it's crazy. Anyway, last but not least topic of this. This might be a little bit of a shorter podcast than most, but... um, Yeah, so, um, anyway. yeah, as David was saying, uh, sorry to cut you off, David. No problem. But um, we're, our last topic is coronavirus and how this affects travel, mm. such as on planes and cruise ships. Yes, so... I'm going to credit Business Insider with what I'm going to say because I'm kind of rephrasing some of the stuff that they said. But um, the number of people who are infected with the Wuhan coronavirus around the world is growing. And many airlines have reduced or canceled flights to China where the virus was discovered. Right. And this is very important because if airlines continued flights to Wuhan, China or Hong Kong or any other large city in China, there's a possibility of somebody from that area um, getting coronavirus. Or if somebody in China was to go on a flight from China to a different country, they could get others infected. So it's a very large, um, it's a very large possibility that that could have happened. But fortunately, the airlines realize the type of danger that the passengers um, were on and that they couldn't, you know, they couldn't continue flights to that area. Yes, Aaron, Aaron's really right. Um, so the top uh, affected cities in um, China, besides Wuhan, which is where it started, are Beijing, Shanghai, and Hong Kong. Um, those are like really big cities in China, for those of you that don't uh, n- don't know. And there's a part of China called Macau, I think that's how it's pronounced, Yeah. that has remained, it's pretty much unaffected. And again, guys, I want to credit Business Insider for what I'm saying right now, because although we are totally rephrasing what they said, this is their information. So also, I'd like to say something about the cruise ships that had coronavirus. So there was, I don't know if there were more, but there were two cruise ships that I know of that had coronavirus and that are or that are currently being quarantined. Um, I don't. I don't know if they're still quarantined. Um, I think they. I think they're some still, of the passengers. Yeah, are. some of the passengers still are. Um, now these two um, ships. I think they were. Was it Diamond? It Princess? was Diamond Princess, and it was Anthem of the Seas, which is the cruise well, ship we went on. Yeah. So I'm just gonna elaborate a little bit more on what Aaron said. Aaron's right. One of the cruise ship that it was not quarantined, but they were test. Actually, that Aaron. Unfortunately, what you said was kind of wrong. Anthem of the Seas, which is very scary because that's the cruise line we, that's the exact cruise ship we went on this summer, this past summer. They were, they, it wasn't quarantined, but they were testing passengers um, for coronavirus because people thought they had it. Now, the great news was no one on the ship ended up having coronavirus. That's actually true. It was just a little scare, which is still scary, but thank God no one on the ship had coronavirus. Um, so now a list of airlines that have canceled flights to China are Air Asia. Air Astana, Air Canada, who I've been on, Air France, whom I have also been on, Air India, Air KBZ, Air Macau, Air Madagascar, Air Mauritius, I think it's pronounced, um, Air New Zealand, Air Seoul, oh my gosh, there is a lot, 
Air Tanzania, Air Nippon Airways, and American Airlines, just to name a few. There is a crazy list, such as British Airways, Cathay Pacific. There's so many more, but... Yeah, um... uh also, going back to the cruise ship topic, thank you for correcting me there, David. I didn't want to. I don't want our viewers to get any false information, so I'm glad you covered me on that. Um, but on the for the Diamond Princess, um, there yeah, the passengers that are being quarantined right now. Um, it's not just the people who are infected; it is the people on the cruise ship because they don't know if they could get infected. Yes. Um, and so it's actually the situation for them is very scary because two confirmed cases um, of pe- or two people who got the coronavirus on the Diamond Princess have unfortunately died on the cruise ship. Really? Yes. Wow. Well, I actually don't. Um, I, I don't know if this is correct. So Several others were so infected, though. Don't quote. No, a lot of others, like a couple hundred. Oh yeah, yeah. So don't quote me on this. Please don't take this as a fact. But I, I'm almost 100 percent sure that on the Diamond Princess, which was the main quarantine cruise, um, on the Diamond Princess, uh, some U.S. passengers, they, uh, thank God, they got flown out and came to the U.S. Um, so. Uh, one other thing that is, this isn't really a topic, but I just feel the need to say it because it does have to do with coronavirus. Um, there was a, I don't know the exact Holland America ship. It was a Holland America ship that I think went to Japan or maybe China. I think it was Japan before. And no, they kept asking, can we go to your port? Can we go to your port? Can we go to your port? And none of the ports would accept them for fear of coronavirus. And finally a port uh, accepted them. And that was, they, they were so happy because the passengers on the cruise had no idea how long they'd be stuck on the ship. And it, it was scary. It and was really scary. It's also really sad because in a lot of the, in the, like, um, in the process of getting home, like U.S., like, um, American citizens, they being, have been separated from their family members. Well, what they're doing is they're being quarantined at uh, military mm-hmm. bases in California. And I, I've heard stories about people from Wuhan and the Americans are getting to go home, but their spouses who aren't American citizens can't. And uh, I'm just going to add one more thing, then I'll let Aaron talk. But uh, just to name some other airlines that have canceled, uh, Delta, Emirates, Etihad, Eva Air, Finnair. I mean, it's just a lot. It's crazy. Um, now, these airlines that have canceled flights to China, um, it's, it's not like it doesn't have an effect on them because it's not, it's not like they're not losing any money. It does have a... An effect on them. Yeah, it does have an effect on them. They're losing a lot of money. But they'd rather be safe than sorry, which exactly. I applaud them for. Because they'd rather... It's more... It actually has somewhat of a expense toll to, you know, have to extremely sanitize an airplane, like, before and after every flight, and make sure that every single passenger aboard does not have coronavirus. But if somebody was newly, like, exposed to coronavirus that's been on, um, like, you can't tell unless it's been, like, I think a certain amount of hours or maybe, like, a couple days or something before, like, symptoms start to appear. So sometimes you just can't tell, which is a problem. But the airlines have gotten kind of ahead of the game where they've, um, you know, they've stopped taking flights um, to and from China um, which is a good thing, yeah. um, but for the Americans that are stuck in China and Asia, yeah. other parts of Asia, it's very scary for and, them. And I think um, 
to get the Americans from Wuhan, how they got home, I think U.S. sent their own private charter plane. Not like fancy or anything, like a commercial plane, but the U.S. sent it. It was property of the United States because no airlines would fly there anymore. I mean, like this list is crazy. Lufthansa, Molindo Air, Maya Manar, I think it's Maya Namar Airways International, Maya Manar National Airlines, Neos. I mean, this list is crazy. It's not stopping. Exactly. And I I don't think um, North Korea has gotten the coronavirus, but South Korea, I heard, was in... Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't heard think... there were reported cases in South yeah, Korea. Yeah, I, I have also heard, I looked at actually the news this morning, there were reported cases in South Korea. Now, I don't think North Korea has to worry about that at all because no one's allowed in and out of the country because of their leader, Kim Jong-un, who we're not going to talk about in this episode, but, um, yeah. Yeah. So I think we're going to have to about conclude this episode, but we have to say thank you all for listening. Um, and we'd like to say thank you all for, um, staying with us for the, this is our fourth episode, as David said earlier. Um, and yeah, we're just super happy that y'all stayed with us for these episodes and we hope you stay with us for the next one. Yeah. Um, so before we conclude, I also just want to say one more thing. Thank you so much for joining us today and all the other episodes. Our episodes are going to get better as we progress, guys. We're just beginner podcasters. And something else before we conclude, we are um, working on the intro. So we're gonna, you're going to hear different intros now at the beginning, and uh, hopefully we're going to just stick with one. But uh, thank you all for listening. And over and out, this was the Travel Bros. See you.